Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Atlanta Falcon fans, and Miles Garrett. What's going on, y'all? Good to be back here on One Time for the Fan, talking Falcons football with all the uh, diehard Atlanta Falcon fans. Uh, One Time for the Fan, episode 144. We're moving in the right direction here. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can Google us, find us. Um, but we're always trying to do great things for the community here. And we have we have our good friend back on the podcast tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. This afternoon. I'm in my Sunday and Wednesday night mode. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. And we're doing this pop-up show here because Falcon fans have questions. We're trying to bring you guys as best as, as, as best as we can with the answers because fans want to know what is going on. I had to reach out to my homie Miles to find out. Miles, why are we four and six? But before we get to that, we need to find out what is going on with the goat, Miles Garrett. How you doing, sir? <laughs> doing well. Thanks for having me back on the show today. Yeah, it's still a busy season with high school football, as you can see with the shirt here. We got our last high school football show. So between that, Georgia Bulldogs and the Falcons, it's a busy season right now. But uh, it's good work. You did mention the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, national championship on the way. Can we go back to back to back? Is it possible, Miles, that this could happen? It's certainly possible. They got to certainly get past uh, Alabama uh, and, of course, Tennessee. They haven't really had a too, so much of a road test this season. So we'll see what they do in enemy territory this Saturday up in Knoxville. But uh, they've passed with flying colors with every uh, other test they face this season. So who's to say it won't happen again this year? Alabama does loom on the horizon, though. So they, they do play very well inside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So that's something George is going to have to overcome. Miles Garrett, I'm glad that you have the time to uh, out of your day because you are super busy to come over here and chat with us over here at one time for the fan. The fans love it because when I mentioned it the other night, they was like, wait, Miles Garrett's coming back to the podcast. A couple of my friends, they took off work just for this, just to see what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, of course, you know, we're talking Atlanta Falcons, Coke Smith, Desmond Ritter, um, the record mm-hmm. at four and six, which I know fans are pretty upset about. Um, Falcons are on their bye week right now. For me as a fan, I'm hoping they do get things taken care of, things adjusted quickly because we need to get back on track. And uh, it's disappointing to be at four and six right now where we are at this point in the season. But Miles is here to at least try to, you know, calm things down within the Falcons community because fans are – Miles, let me tell you, from the Facebook group chats. Oh, I've seen them. The, yeah. It's, it's going it's, – it's wild, Miles. Everybody has something to say about this team and about Coke Smith. The other night on the podcast, we were – uh taking well kiki and carrie were getting ready to start taking shots for everybody who said fire arthur smith in the comments um it's gonna so, be a fun night i mean yeah I yeah we didn't want to get too drunk on the podcast so uh <laughs> it was it was it was crazy but I'm, I'm sure falcon fans are upset they're disappointed uh me as a fan um i'm a little bit upset too as well uh with what the falcons are doing and uh we'll get to that shortly but miles how's everything over there at fox five it's good. Like I was saying, you know, we're, we're kind of in the heart of our busy season. Uh, Hawks getting started. I was at a game the other night uh, against the Knicks. Um, like I said, we're kind of slowing things down on the high school football coverage, which will make life a little bit easier around the office here coming up. But, uh, you know, as, we, as we're saying, college football certainly not slowing down, and the Falcons still got a few more games to discuss. And, uh, you know, we're partners with the Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Bulldogs, so we do their shows basically all year round. So uh, the grind never stops for us when it comes to, to that stuff in particular, when it comes to Bulldogs and Falcons. That is true, Miles. And, you know, we definitely respect everything you do uh, for the Atlanta Falcons community. And as a, as a Bulldog fan for the Bulldogs community too, as well. Uh, but you're a hardworking individual, Miles. So for you to take five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, anything you can do, 
out of your day to come over here and chat with us at one time for the fan. I know the fans appreciate it. Me, myself, man, I was rushing from Stonecrest Mall trying to get back <laughs> over here quickly. Like, damn, I got to get back to Miles. Um, but yeah, Falcon fans, Miles, uh, they did send me some questions because um, they knew that you was coming on the podcast here. And I know, well, first of all, let's go over this. I had about 20 something questions. So I had to just narrow it down to just a few because a lot of people want to know about Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. And of course, here on One Time for the Fan, we're not doing any bashing. You know, we don't disrespect the team. We don't disrespect the players. But we as fans just want to know a little bit more about what could be happening right here with the Atlanta Falcons and what what needs to be happening going forward after the bye week. And I know, Miles Garrett, from your position, uh, you've done a great job of, of, of reporting on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and you're highly respected in the Falcons uh, journalism community. So thank you so much, Miles. Absolutely. Here today. Yeah. Miles, let's get straight to it, man. Let's go to quarterback first. Let's go to quarterback. <laughs> what do you think the Falcons will do uh, with the quarterback position at the end of this season? Of course, the Desmond Ritter situation, uh, Tennessee at halftime, pulling him out, concussion, he was evaluated, and Heineke comes in. Heineke then plays the next two games. He's 0-3 right now, if you can kind of – Look at that moment, and then you bring Ritter back against the Cardinals mm. in a moment where you know Heineke is, is hamstring injury, apparently, from what I heard. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you have Ritter doing the best he can to lead the Falcons down the field to win the game against Arizona, but the Falcons came up short. Going forward, fans want to know: Is it Ritter time in Atlanta? Is Taylor still to be mentioned right now? Going up against the Saints next week, should we just ride with Ritter for the rest of the season and just see? uh what, what's going to happen like what, what should we do here miles yeah so i mean to answer your question i do think that arthur's going to go with desmond to finish out the season i don't think that taylor did enough uh to really separate himself these last few games to kind of affirm that belief that hey you know this is the guy that has been missing this is sort of that bump that the team needed i don't think that was really shown um and you kind of know what you have in taylor heineke you kind of really showed what he has been um, in the past. He's kind of that gunslinging quarterback who can make some plays when he needs to make them, uh, but he does have his limitations. So I think Desmond, you don't have a complete sample size yet. And I do think perhaps his upside could be a little bit better than Heineke at this point. So because of that reason, again, we have no confirmation of this and we won't until probably Monday or Wednesday of next week. Uh, But I'm based on my assumption, I would take a guess that, uh, Arthur's going to make Desmond the guy. Now, going forward, I think it all depends how Desmond finishes the year because if it's more of what we've seen the first you know, seven games of the season, I've got a pretty strong assumption that they're going to go for a quarterback. Now, whether that entails the draft or free agency becomes the big question. Um, I know that there's been a lot of t- talk, I guess, about you know a guy like Kirk Cousins or, you know, maybe Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that seems like an out there one, but uh, between, you know, sort of those veterans who could kind of plug and play in Arthur Smith's system instead of getting a rookie quarterback and developing more, I tend to side more on the the veteran signing. I think that's what may end up happening. Um, you know, whether that's like I was saying, those two names, a Justin Fields, a Kyler Murray, any of those types of guys, um, you don't really know what their availability might be. I don't know if the Cardinals are going to want to step off from Kyler just yet. Um, bears certainly seem like they're ready to move on from Justin Fields. Um, but I don't know. It's tough. I know. I think the Vegas odds makers have Kirk as 
a favorite to land in Atlanta right now, which is, you know, it, it could be good because you've seen what he's done the past couple of seasons. He's been a very much above average quarterback in the NFL, borderline very good. And it's just tricky coming off that Achilles because, you know, not everybody can be Aaron Rodgers coming back as quick from that. That's usually a injury that changes athletes for the worse for the long term. So uh, I know Ryan Tannehill is another guy that I know Falcons fans kind of wince a little bit when they hear that name just because of his familiarity with Arthur Smith's system. But um, I think that that's the route they will go. I think signing a veteran and bringing him on, I don't think that they will draft a quarterback just solely because I don't think they'll be in position to draft one. I think they're a little too good to be in that quarterback sweepstakes argument because it's a very top heavy draft when it comes to those quarterbacks. You got kind of Caleb Williams, Drake May, those two top guys who you basically know are going to go one and two at this point, or mm -hmm. you can flip flop them either one depends on who you like. After that, you know, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, sort of that next tier of quarterback, which seems like they're going to fall as of right now in that sort of six to 12 range. And, you know, right now I believe the Falcons are drafting 10, nine, 10, or 10, nine or 10. Yeah. Somewhere nine. around there. So mm -hmm. Uh, they still could have a couple wins on the horizon. Again, this is still the easiest schedule in the National Football League. They can still get some wins here, and they could still even make the playoffs. The division is still very much up for grabs right now. So it just depends on how they finish. But because of that, I don't think they're going to be in the quarterback sweepstakes, at least in this draft. Miles, uh, it's always great talking to you, and I'm just going to let you know a little bit of feedback from the Falcons fan base from the other night when we mentioned the easiest schedule in the league. Fans are in the chat like, they don't want to hear that shit no more. They do not want to hear the easiest schedule no more because you're losing to teams that you were supposed to beat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to go out there and say it. I mean, the Washington game, seeing that Sam Howell is now leading the league in passing, around that time of playing Washington, that was a winnable game on the schedule. Fans knew it, even showing up to the Bens. We can get this win, Falcon fans. Like, come on, let's go out here and get it. You lost to them. The Tennessee game against Will Levis. Mm. You lost to the Tennessee Titans. You lost also to the Minnesota Vikings. That one was probably the most egregious because of just the you're starting a rookie quarterback, the rookie quarterback goes out, then you start a guy who is doesn't really know the playbook. I mean, granted, Josh Dobbs. Or the players on the team. He's looked very good the last few weeks. So, you know, maybe he actually is that good. But the fact that he didn't know the playbook or the players for that matter, mm -hmm. matter rather, certainly did not look very good as far as optics are concerned. Falcon fans in the chat, we have uh, Miles Garrett here from Fox 5 Atlanta. Uh, it's always great to chat it up with Miles. So if you have any questions, any comments here, you want to go ahead and let Miles know. Uh, we'll put it on the screen, but he does have to run here shortly. So we're trying to get all these questions in. It's lunchtime with Miles Garrett. You know, our podcasts are Sundays and, and Wednesday night, Miles. But when we did the one o'clock podcast here, fans are jumping in the chat. They're loving this. So we might have to do some more afternoon podcasts coming up. So thank you, Miles, for, for agreeing yeah. to this. Because uh, we're always trying to bring new content here to the fans. Going over the quarterback situation. You did mention some names that we talked about the other night because at four and six going into the bye, we did not want to go into the podcast during our bye week and talk about the Falcons being four and six. I never expected it. But now we have to also talk about the quarterback situation. Michael Pettis Jr., I don't think the Falcons are going to land. Drake May, I don't think the Falcons are going to land. Caleb Williams, I know the Falcons are not going to land unless some big splash move mm -hmm. happens in the offseason, which Terry is a smart mind. You never know what, what could happen. Could, yeah. Some fans were pointing out the other day that the Falcons have missed their point of getting a franchise quarterback. If you look around the league, some of these, you know, even the younger guys right now, 
have teams in place where Anthony Richardson is going to be with the Colts for a while. You have Trevor Lawrence is going to be with the Jags for a while. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen with the Bills, Joe Burrow with the Bengals, Justin Herbert with the Chargers. So a lot of good franchise quarterbacks that are that are out there on the market, Falcons missed out on. The Justin Fields name comes about now. Mm -hmm. When you mention, does Arthur Smith want to go and draft a rookie quarterback? And you're looking at Justin Fields in this position where they're probably going to be out on him in Chicago. We mentioned it the other night, took up about 15, 20 minutes just talking about it. Fields is probably, for most Falcon fans, their number one shot at getting a quarterback next year. They want Justin Fields in Atlanta. I'm hearing it a lot from Falcon fans, Miles. Justin Fields with this system, with B. John Robinson and Drake London. and He's a local guy, too. Lo- That's a big hey. part of it. <laughs> I know it might not have worked out well in Chicago, but I was trying to let fans know the other night, I don't see the Falcons drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Ryan Tannehill move or the Josh Dobbs move or uh, Matt Jones or Zach, I don't see them even in Atlanta. Kirk Cousins, yes. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Ryan Tannehill, possible. But then you got some other quarterbacks that you're looking at the list of free agent quarterbacks next year. I don't like none of them names in Atlanta. Justin Fields is the only name I can see for me as a fan that's fitting. Mm-hmm. for this Falcon team next year. But then again, I'm still rocking with what the organization is going to do. If Ritter's the guy, if he leads us to the playoffs, if he's going to – whatever they want to do is fine. But if the Falcons do to make a decision uh, at a different quarterback next year, I think for me, Jack Spade, Fields will probably be my, my guy to go to go look at first. Um, and then Tannehill and then Kirk Cousins and so on. But I know Vegas is mentioning that Kirk Cousins possibly could be in Atlanta next year too as well. Um. Miles, you cool with Justin Fields in Atlanta? Good, good to report on that if that happens. It's it's difficult because you know the upside he can bring. You've yep. seen it. I mean, you saw what he did at Ohio State. You've seen the flashes of it. <clears throat> You've seen the flashes of it in Chicago. Um, my worry when it comes to Justin Fields is kind of that the stuff you've seen, especially early this season, that stuff where it's like, okay, things that aren't bears related. Cause we know the bears aren't a good organization right now. Mm-hmm. We know that they're very limited and we know that Justin's had to save them a lot, but there's been a lot of instances, especially this season where it's almost been a regression where, mm-hmm. you know, there's guys getting open downfield and he's just, he's jittery in the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just not seeing it. And it's right there in front of him. His footwork isn't as great as you'd want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this could all be, a result of being in Chicago the past few years, because, you know, after you're around a team like that, you know, maybe you do get happy feet and you're always constantly, you know, looking over Mm -hmm. your shoulder, Mm -hmm. Um, not doubting that, but uh, all that considered when you look at some of the tape and you've seen some of this analysis on him, it is a little bit concerning, especially now that he's been in the league now for a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's a guy that has definitely, I think easily rather, the most upside of any of these quarterbacks um, just because of his pure talent. Um, but I do think there are some red flags that you need to consider before maybe, you know, giving him the bag of sorts, I think is, is the, the right term. Um, and you're, you get stuck with stuck with him for a little bit. So um, I do like the move. I just... I, th- I think that if they do make the move, they see something and they see that more of that, that upside aspect of him because uh, he does have that. If, 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 if anything, he has all the talent in the world to kind of put it together and he will not have had a more talented roster to work with since Ohio state than he will working with the Falcons. 
Falcon fans in the chat, bring your questions and comments. Uh, we're going to try to get them on here as fast as possible. Still have a couple more questions over here from Miles, too, as well. I know 95 North Falcons talk show. Alberto's in the building. Uh, he says, I agree with Miles on Tannehill. Also worth noting that uh, is this uh, indeed at Arthur Smith's last shot? I doubt he lets a rookie quarterback decide his fate. Falcon fans are also mentioning Arthur Smith going into his last year of his contract next year. Um, fans wanted him out after the Arizona game. They're 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 tired of this, Miles. For me, you know, as a fan, I let the organization do what they want to do, and then I'll talk about it. I'm not one to bash the coach. I'm not one to bash the team or the players. But it is disappointing to see what is happening to a team that we had so much expectations for at the beginning of the season. Miles, you was on this podcast. We talked about it with the the Jesse Bates signing and bringing over David Anyada and Ryan Nielsen and Jerry Gray. And then we're sitting at four and six on the bye, man. But if you look at the positive side of it, you you beat the Saints next week and you're right back in it. Yep. Falcon fans, you beat the Saints at home next week and you are right back in it. Clayton Murray, I still believe in Ritter. If he can get a QB coach to help his improvements, he can be our guy. Smith Elementary, play calling and Ritter nerves doesn't help him at all. A lot of questions about the play calling too as well. Um, Chase had a good question for you too, Miles. Next year, uh, is it possible that the Falcons should bring in an OC to lighten the load on Arthur Smith? Is the is the play calling the problem? Is it just – fans just want to know, Miles. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it it's interesting. You wonder how much of an impact Charles London had uh, mm-hmm. on this offense now that he's mm-hmm. moved on to another team. Um, Dave Ragone, you know, it, it's always kind of – you know, this, this is by no means fact or anything, but, you know, with Dave Ragone as offensive coordinator, it's always been kind of – assumed that Arthur Smith was, you know, like it, it was mostly a, as far as Ragone is concerned, a in name only type deal, just because, you know, that's Arthur's specialty is, is the offensive side of the ball. So I think a quarterback's coach would help tremendously when it comes mm-hmm. to, to Desmond and his development or, or any quarterback for that matter. Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt, exactly. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Where'd uh, that come from? Yeah. D- d- don't, don't, uh, he said it, not me. So there he is. <laughs> this, this side, uh, don't, don't come from my mentions. This um, no, but but seriously, I do think that, you know, a quarterback coach could could pay dividends and, you know, maybe you mix it up. Maybe you you get a new offensive coordinator. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know what the issue lies with with this with this um, team right now. I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's, you know, execution of the system. It, it, it's kind of tricky right now to kind of figure out what exactly is going wrong. You know, on when you're watching it on now, because like, I think before Ritter was benched or whatever happened between him and Heineke there. I think the assumption among all Falcons fans and those watching the games were, Hey, they're a quarterback away. Like the the quarterback's the one holding him back. Like he's not finding the targets like this, that, and the other. Okay. So Heineke goes in, you kind of see the same things, but you also see just weird play calling. I think this was most exacerbated in that Vikings game. when you know, you have first and goal from the one yard line and you do a, you know, the tight end get, drag. get sweep to Johnny Smith sweep, whatever. and then false start. And then, you know, you do a, a Johnny Smith throw to Michael Pruitt, you know, and I think that was the first time where fans and folks watching the Falcons games were like, well, what are we doing right now? Like, what, mm-hmm. what is this? Like, is, is, is someone hurt? Like, is, is the scheme this complicated to where, you know, you're overthinking it. I think that was the moment because in the, in the past you've sort of, especially these last couple of years where you're like, Oh, like they're talent deficient. You know, Arthur's cooking up some stuff to kind of just get everybody involved, which was good. But 
now that you actually have that talent, like Bijan Robinson, Algier, London, Pitts, all these guys on the field now, mm-hmm. now you're like, okay, well, why aren't they being used? Why why are they being used like this in this scenario? Um, so I think that was the first time where, you know, play calling has sort of come into question seriously. I mean, I think some folks had mentioned it before, but whereas they kind of looked at it as a serious problem now. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think you saw it in moments against Arizona. Granted, they did use Bijan a lot more in the red zone, and look what happened. He scores a touchdown. So, um, you know, you, you you try to act like you don't know as much as what the coaches do because, you know, this is their profession and they watch the film and whatnot. But when they use Bijan Robinson finally in the red zone and he scores, it's like, hmm, that's odd <laughs> how that works. I was in Arizona. Of course, you know, Miles, I go to a lot of these games course, too as well. Yeah. So hearing the fans from other teams tell me as a Falcon fan what the problem is from what they see, mm-hmm. everybody mentioned quarterback. It's the first thing they mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Oh, you guys, the fan behind me uh Sunday at Arizona said, Kyle Murray playing to be y'all quarterback next year. He's trying out right now for Arthur Smith. Cardinal fan, one and eight. <laughs> Cardinal fan. Telling yep. me. Mm-hmm. Kyle Murray's playing to be, and you're hearing this from all over. The Tennessee fans said the same thing. Oh, Will Levis getting ready to beat Desmond Ritter. How you guys feel about that? It's like I can't, I can't, I can't really just sit here and go to these games and and continue to be a fan as long as I am. But it's disappointing, Miles, mm-hmm. when you have a team that is like, what my boy said. Where is he at? Alberto said too much talent for this team to be a mediocre team right now. Bijan Robinson. Kyle Pitts, Mac Hollins, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson. And then to hear a Cardinal fan at one and eight tell me that the quarterback is the reason why we're not winning these games. It, it's, it sucks, man, because I really want to get to a point where we can win games consecutively. I want to get back to the playoffs. I want to go to the Super Bowl again. I want to have this trophy here in Atlanta, Miles. You know how hard, you know how diehard of a fan I am, bro. Absolutely. Like, I'm a super really diehard, 100% Atlanta <laughs> Falcon fan. And it's kind of just uh, disappointing that the Falcons can't get this going. Uh, Lisa Schmidt, uh, sorry, Lisa Shepard. Uh, can you tell us that the players still believe in Coke Smith? Has he lost the locker room, Miles? I'm wondering what Drake Lennon meant when he said uh, after the last loss that some things need to be switched up. I believe uh, one of your one of the Fox Five reporters had asked yes. Drake Lennon this question. Kelly Price? No, that was Justin Felder. Uh, Justin Felder. Oh yeah, Justin. Yeah. Big shout to Justin. I saw him in London too as well. Great guy. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about that situation with, with Drake London in the locker room. Did you, would you, yeah. what did you take from it on your side when he was watching? Yeah, no, that was, that was something that did raise an eyebrow because, you know, the last few seasons and this season, this, this season as well, you know, when they've lost, it's always been, you know, sort of that consistent answer in the locker room. Like, you know, we're going to get it fixed. Like, you know, just shooting ourselves in the foot, you know, this answer was very eerily reminiscent mm-hmm. of that. Grady Jarrett, Grady Jarrett last year. Yep. Justin as well. It was uh, Justin asked this, basically the same question at that point to Grady, where it's just like you're almost left speechless. You know, it's it's it was sort of like the answer that you would interview a Falcons fan. You know, mm-hmm. when they're just down in the dumps after a loss, where you're just like, "What's going on?" And you're just like, "No words." You know, it, it was it was one of those type responses where you know you're like, "Uh oh, like is this." becoming a locker room thing now where you know the team isn't quite sure of what the deal is now as well um so it definitely did give pause um 
I think we're going to figure out these next few weeks, you know, whether or not that pause was a bigger sign of things to come. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't want to be on, be on here and, you know, speculate that, Hey, you know, the locker room's gone right now. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in that locker room, you know, every single week, you know, I'm, I'm always up there in flowery branch. We're in open locker room seeing it seems like everyone's getting along well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's not something I want to speculate on, but um, it definitely was something worth giving a pause. Yeah, definitely. Compared to the situation we happened a couple weeks ago in uh, Vegas, when you can see it from the players yes, before they made absolutely. the change from Antonio Pierce, mm-hmm. you can see that the locker room was definitely lost. And then the comments came out about Pierce and McDaniels and so on. Yep. But I don't think we're seeing that here in Atlanta. I know probably from an organization standpoint, they are upset. They're four and six fans are upset. They're four and six, but Falcon fans, Look on the bright side of things. We do have an opportunity to still make the playoffs. We do have an opportunity to still win the division, but it starts with beating the Saints next week. Miles, I know you had to get ready to go here. Do you have two two questions? Can you do yeah, I got more? two questions. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So about the draft, fans mm-hmm. want to know who has the final say in the draft because there was a lot of offensive skill players picked in the past couple of years, didn't attack the defense. Um, like how most fans had wanted, because fans are now yelling out, man, if we would have had Jalen Carter, if we would have had such and such. But you can see Rusty Moore, his comment, week 11 and year three of the rebuild, and we have no edge rusher, no planet quarterback. WTF are we doing in Atlanta? Miles, who has the final say in the draft? Because I'm sure they've the Falcons should be going defense this year. I don't see quarterback at the first pick. I don't see wide receiver at the first pick, tight end, running back. It has to be a defensive player this year. But who has the final say in that in that draft decision? Based on what we've we've been told, and you know, you got to just take it as you can from what you were told. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when I went up to Indianapolis this past year for the combine and spoke with Terry, it very much seems like a collaborative process between Terry and Arthur. I think mm-hmm. they are very much, you know, in the same room, you know, talking about, you know, basically making the decision between the two of them. Um, you know, of course, you have scouts that are, you know, out and about and always doing this. But I think that Terry and Arthur kind of do this together, um, mm-hmm. whether or not that was by design, because I know it was sort of a weird scenario with how Arthur was hired before Terry. Usually the GM hires was the, the next question. Coach. Yep. yep. Um, so I and, and to answer that question, too, that's not I feel like that's not a very normal thing. I think that mm-hmm. was very much a abnormal process and what uh, the Falcons did there. Now, you can. Again, this is another speculation question. You could kind of look into the fact that, you know, Arthur Blank and, you know, knows Arthur Smith's dad. And, you know, you can kind of go into to that. Fans will always speculating, yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe that's the case. Maybe it isn't. But um, I do not think that is a normal thing. But as far as what uh, the process is between drafting and picking players, I do very much think it's a collaborative process. I think Arthur is very much involved in those decisions and, I think Terry consults with him a lot on that. Yeah. And of course, uh, fans used to speculate that the reason why Matt Ryan was there so long is, oh, he's Arthur Smith. He's, he's, he's Arthur Blank's family. He has to be Arthur Blank's family to be there that long. So fans always throwing stuff out there left and right. Padre uh, definitely agrees with you right here, uh, too, as well. 95 North is in the chat. Kerry, who was our special guest from the other night, is also here in the chat. The Dixon Way, Miles, is Arthur Smith's job safe at 7 and 10 again? Arthur Blank said that. Uh, would be not a part of the plan he was told by Arthur Smith and Terry or is Coach Smith safe regardless of the record? I did hear the uh, Arthur Smith talk the other night on Wednesday. Um, for, for me, it sounds like his job is safe here until next season from what I see. Uh, but, Miles, any talk about that, about Terry's job? I mean, Arthur Smith's job? 
Well, it's certainly been loud uh, ever since the loss to Arizona. Um, now you're going into a bye week and Josh Kendall with the athletic, or maybe it was Jeff Schultz, someone with the athletic uh, posted that they don't expect Arthur to be fired at any point this season, barring a catastrophe. Now that's barring a catastrophe. So, you know, if you lose, you lose out, let's say that, let's throw that scenario out there, the rest of these games, then I think a serious discussion will be had. Um, and I think warranted too, you know, you have a worse record the last than you've had the last few years with the week schedule. I think there's a pretty, you know, fair assessment of losing your job at that point. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but yes, you know, I, I think if you don't make the playoffs this year or have a winning record for that matter, mm-hmm. the seat's going to be really warm going into this off season. Um, and there's going to have to be something done quick and, Unfortunately, you know, then you run into the issue of, you know, of course, things could go well next year, but then you run into the issue of, you know, say you have another slow start, then Mm -hmm. that's when you'll probably see, you know, that midseason firing again. And then Mm -hmm. you were in that process all over again where Brian takes over for a few games, wins Mm -hmm. a few. Is he a head coach? We don't know who's the next best option. Ben Johnson's probably already hired at that point. So, Mm -hmm. You know, you lose out on maybe a lot of the good candidates. So it's it's kind of you're caught between a rock and a hard place. So it's it's difficult to sort of figure out where you're at because this was supposed to be another step in that process. Falcon fans, Falcon fans, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. This has been great. Uh, having lunchtime with Miles right here on a Friday afternoon, chopping it up with Miles Garrett from Fox Five Atlanta to talk about what is going on with the Atlanta Falcons. Miles, uh, somebody asked a question. Before we get you out of here, I just wanted to just show you. Just go ahead and just look at the screen. They want to know where did you get this suit from, man? <laughs> Miles is clean, so fresh, so clean. Oh, Miles, man, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't do the red suit. That's the one people uh, tend to to comment on. But uh, yeah, no, that uh, I, I get all my suits from uh, Suit Supply, and it's funny you bring that up because this suit that I got in particular, I got. Uh, as Terry Fontenot was walking out of the suit store. So me and him go to really? the same suit guy, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was funny. I actually got to chat with Terry when I got that suit because he goes to the same suit person as I do. So and Terry is sharp with the suits now. Every time you see him now. I, oh, he I looks good. Say. He looks yeah. good. Terry knows how to dress. Falcon fans in the chat, hit that like, share, subscribe button. Miles, I thank you for tonight. Oh, real quick. Falcons coming up after the bye week to have the Saints. Also, they have uh, about six more games left on the schedule behind that. What do the Falcons have to do to get prepared to go win this division? That's the last question for today. I mean, I, I don't think it's out of the question with just how bad this division is, is to just go undefeated in the in the division and then, mm-hmm. you know, see what – because, you I mean, you still haven't – I guess you have played. I'm losing track of the season. You haven't played Bucks, the Saints yet. Yeah, you got yeah. two against them, one against uh, Carolina, one against Tampa, Tampa. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, what, four games right there? Mm-hmm. So you get four games right there. That puts you at eight wins. That puts mm-hmm. you right around playoff territory with how this division is. So mm-hmm. you get maybe a win or two outside of that, then I think you're in pretty good shape. Now, again, that's easier said than done with what we've seen these last few weeks um, against very, very, very winnable opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know maybe they figure some stuff out at the bye, but uh, you're going to have to have that winning record at the bare, bare minimum um, in the NFC South to have a shot. Falcon fans, you know, it's always great chatting up with Miles. Uh, I know you have a lot going on today, too, as well. Uh, how is the rest of your day going to be going? I know you have the Fox 5 uh, sports talk show tonight. Uh, what's going on for the rest of the weekend for you, Miles? Yeah, so tomorrow uh, 
basically all Georgia coverage all day tomorrow. Uh, I host Bulldogs Finals, so I'll have the post-game report after the game on Fox 5. Uh, that re-airs again at 8 a.m. on Mondays. We have reports from DJ Shockley, our Sudo Ubadea, who does a lot of Bulldog stuff. Uh, Rusty Manzel, some folks are familiar with him. Um, Rusty is from 92.9. Yeah, no, he 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 does a lot of work with us. Nice, um, so nice. He, he's on our Bulldogs Now show, which will be in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday, you know, we're back at it. Dirty Bird Report. Um, or actually, no, we don't have one this week. I'm keep forgetting. It's a bye week. So bye for you guys uh, too as well. The bye week for Fox Five too as well. Bye week for our Falcon there? shows. Nice yeah, Falcon shows. So Sunday, I'll be anchoring all the newscasts, uh, six, ten, and eleven o'clock. Um, so yeah, it'll that'll be what the weekend looks like. Miles Garrett, Falcons fans, follow him on Twitter. Um, what else can we say here, Miles? You've been on our show probably more than any other special guest here. Uh, we always welcome you here on the channel, and of course, we'd love to have you back at the end of the season for our Falcon season wrap up. Um, because you might be going to the Shrine or Senior Bowl. Any plans of that next year? Hope so. Yeah, it was a fun trip when we went out to Vegas last year and and Indianapolis as well. Um, so we'll see if that's the case. So we do get a lot of opportunities like that since we are partners. So uh, hopefully, that's in the cards this this off season. Falcon fans, you know, it's always great to chat it up with Miles. Miles, I thank you so much. And, of course, we will get you back on the podcast soon. You have a blessed day, my good brother. Absolutely. You have a great weekend. Always. Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Falcon fans, there it is, y'all. Miles Garrett, lunchtime with Miles. It's always good to to have a couple minutes out of the day to chop it up with him because fans were hitting me up trying to find out, please, Jack, get get some answers for us about Coach Smith, about Desmond Ritter, about the direction of this team. And you know how I am as a diehard Atlanta Falcon fan. I want to make sure that all fans uh, can get as much information as they can from us here at one time for the fan. Miles has been a good friend uh, for such a long time. You saw we had Carrie on the podcast the other night. Uh, we just keep bringing more and more special guests, but you know, they're, they're, they're great at what they do. Carrie being such a diehard Atlanta Falcon fan, uh, Miles Garrett with his job too, as well with Fox five. Uh, we've had big low country, Sports in the past, Eric Parker on in the past. We've had Lisa Shepard on in the past. Um, who else? TDP Mojo was on in the past. Uh, so many names that we can get or that we've had here on the podcast. And there's going to be a lot more people coming up to as well. Uh, this Sunday, we have another special guest, um, the 2023 Atlanta Falcons Fan of the Year. April Showers will be joining us on Sunday the 2023 Atlanta Falcons fan of the year. Let me tell you something. I told y'all one time for the fan is trying to do things for the Falcon community. I told y'all one time for the fan is trying to bring this positivity to the fan base. You saw me, you saw me in, in, in London, right? You see me at the home games. Y'all saw me in Tennessee, Tampa, Arizona, Y'all, y'all know how diehard I am as a fan. I want to win. Everybody in this chat here wants to win. Padre, Lisa Shepard, Winston Thornton, Carrie, the Dixon way. So many people to name. Clayton Murray. If I if I forgot you, I apologize. Uh, Sade, Terrell Johnson. Everybody in this chat here wants to win. And a team that's four and six right now is, is not giving you that feeling that it could happen. Because I know how fans are. Bears fans right now? They sick. Uh, uh, who else? Cardinals fans, even though they just beat us, they still sick. Right? There's a lot of teams, a lot of fans that go into the offseason thinking, oh, our team's going to do this. Our team's going to do this. 
And then you get to the point in Dubai where we're at right now, and it's like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is happening? That's us here in Atlanta. The high hopes, the expectations of how good this defense will be. And we got Ryan Nielsen, the, the defensive line whisperer, and all this that we had going for us before the season started. But the one thing that fans kept pointing out, and I'll give a shout out to all the fans, but the one thing that fans kept pointing out was the quarterback situation here in Atlanta. They talked about it. You saw fans here in the chat. Heineke will start by week six. Ritter is out by week seven. This shit happened. I don't want to say it, but fan pointed out the other day, outside of the records, we look like the Patriots right now with this quarterback situation with Jones in and Zappa. And I ain't trying to be like them right now. I'll take them fucking rings, but I ain't trying to be like them. So disappointed that the Falcons with a team that is, man, on paper, you'll scare some folks with some of these names. But when you get on the field, we're four and six. We have one of the biggest games of the season next week. And Falcon fans will sit there and look at the schedule and say, eh, I think we had a couple big games already we lost. The biggest game of the season, because now that you're four and six, is next week Sunday. You have to beat the New Orleans Saints. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You lose that game against the Saints, you're going to have a lot of fans, don't, jerseys off, Tickets being sold, bands empty for the following home games of the year. You got to beat the Saints. There's no if, answer, buts. You got to beat the New Orleans Saints. I'll be there in attendance. Kiki, Chase, one time for the fan. Bodie, you know, we'll be there. Uh, will Miles be in New York? I'm going to hit Miles up uh, about going to some of these away games. I've asked him in the past. I know he has to do a lot with the job. Um, so I'll see if, you know, I don't know if it's Fox five going to send them out or, you know, one time for the fan, we can bring them out or anybody rise up to her. You never know, but I'd love to have miles, um, pull up to another away game. Matter of fact, did y'all see the picture? Hold on. Before I get up out of here. Look, this is me and miles in Seattle last year. So miles outside now he miles ain't no, he just ain't no studio guy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't behind no desk. Miles is outside, outside, man. And funny story about this picture, if you guys can see it here, uh, text Miles. He was on the other side of the field. Over there, down there where the Falcons were uh, doing their special teams. I was on the opposite end from when you walk in at. And Miles walked around the other side of the field, came over to me, grabbed the picture. And, you know, we chopped it up about the Falcons for a minute. But we're diehard Atlanta Falcon guys, man. You know what I'm saying? We just want to see the team win, too, as well. Miles, he does a great job with Fox 5. Justin Felder, Kelly Price. Make sure make sure y'all uh, – hold on, let me get this off the screen. Make sure y'all, uh, you know, record this or, you know, a screenshot, whatever. But Miles to Justin Felder to Kelly Price to Tori McElhaney to who else? Shock. Who else am I missing? They got a couple more people over there at Fox 5. Oh, they're doing a great job. They are doing a great job over there reporting for the Atlanta Falcons. So for those of y'all who uh, need somebody to follow on social media, somebody who keeps it real, I just gave y'all some names right there. Lisa Shepard, you know. A lot of fans in this chat know. Kelly Price, Tori, Shock, Michael Jenkins is over there too. Who else he mentioned? 
Rusty Manziel. Big shout out to Rusty Manziel because Rusty did the the the, the ninety two point nine spot broadcast at Margaritaville when we had our Rise Up Tour after party. So big shout out to Rusty Manziel too as well. Falcon fans, it's going down in a major way, but I'm telling y'all, lunchtime with Miles Garrett today has been great. We want to make sure all the Falcon fans can enjoy their weekend. This is the bye week, right? So enjoy it. Spend some more family time. Get y'all travel stuff together for New Orleans. Every fan in this chat should be booked for New Orleans. Every Falcon fan in this chat right now should be booked to go to New Orleans in January. Tell y'all straight up. We need everybody down there. I don't want to hear fan all oh, the record. Oh, they got it. Man, I need everybody in this chat book for New Orleans, the last game of the season. We're bringing the party down there to New Orleans. It's going to be great. 95 North Falcons talk show says smash that like button, folks. We got to get 95 North back on the talk show. We got to get 95 North back on the podcast. Man, Uncle, if you know him, tag him. If you know him, tag him. I'm calling him out right now. We got to get out of your Falcon mind on the podcast. Again, John and Mike. We got to get Big Low Country Sports on the podcast again. Birdo, he's in the chat here. We got to get him on the podcast again. Uncle Steve's Lounge. We got to get Uncle Steve's Lounge on the podcast again. Harry Douglas. Harry? Harry Douglas? We got to get you on the podcast. Uh, Taylor Rooks, we got to get you on the podcast. You hear me calling them out. We definitely want y'all on the podcast. One time for the fan is for the fans, from the fans. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. Hashtag one timers. Uh, hashtag the fan club. In the chat are loving the Friday 1 p.m. podcast that is just random as fuck. <laughs> we put it out there due to the availability of Miles. And we're going to continue doing some more like this because fans just, um, they love what we have going on here with One Time for the Fan. And, of course, from One Time for the Fan, we love y'all, too, because we always talk about ways uh, to, to look out for the fans in our chat. Um, Lisa Shepard said, the fact we couldn't get that fourth and inches to keep the drive going had me sick. Tell me about it. And then, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you run the ball three times before that quarterback sneak? Didn't Bijan bail you out on that third and ten and – he got you to that point. Angelica's in the chat. That's a must-win game against the Aints. Damn show telling the truth. Hit that like, share, and subscribe button. If you're checking in from Facebook, if you're checking in from Twitter, wherever you're at, head on over there. Shout out to all the Falcon admins that allow one time for the fan of their group, Rise Up Family, uh, Falcons 2.0, Falcons Unleashed, Falcons Mafia, right? Everything y'all got going on with these falcon groups we would do we do appreciate that y'all allow one time for the fan to uh, uh broadcast in your group i'm a diehard fan you're a diehard fan we all want to win at the end of the day you know what it is but if you're checking in from facebook or twitter head on over to youtube you want to smash that like button you want to hit that subscribe button it's right here y'all we're trying to run it up we're almost at 600 subscribers we're almost at 600 subscribers but it's because of you all right it's because of all the fans here in the chat chat is also uh still getting lit up in here uh padre said if Bodie don't get this shower conversation done i ain't going nowhere god apparently Bodie did some work at padre's house recently and i don't want to show y'all the pictures but Bodie left a mess 
towels everywhere, tools everywhere. The, the, the towel grout all over the fucking floor. I told Bodie this is not how we do business. And apparently Padre sent me an email said, man, he, he just sent me the invoice. He sent me the bill. I said, he sent you what? I said, that's not, the, that's not the work he did over here at my house. So Bodie, man, Padre wants to know, when are you going to come back and fix that shower? That bathroom needs to be remodeled, man. What's going on here? Chase, I just got your message too as well. I'm, I'm going to call your boss in a minute. We're going to get your phone back. We're going to get your phone back. Don't worry, Chase. We got you. Lisa Shepard said, going to relax this weekend. Next weekend is going to be lit. Falcon fans, don't forget about this Sunday. You got the Panthers getting smacked up by the Cowboys, most likely. And then you have the Bucks and the 49ers. 49ers win that game. I'm telling you what it's going to be going down to the end of the season. It's going to be Falcon Saints all the way to the end. So you're going to have to deal with it for right now, Falcon fans. But we need to handle our business on our side of the field. Don't give a shit about what they're doing on the other side. We need to handle our business. One time for the fans going on the major way. Wait a minute. We got to get the Dixon way on the podcast too. We got to get the Dixon way on the podcast. Met up with the Dixon way at training camp last year. Die hard Atlanta Falcon fan. I know he does a great job over there with his content too as well. We would love to have the Dixon way on the podcast. Everybody I named a couple minutes ago, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to so that way we can get it set up. I told you we have some former Falcon players that's going to be on the podcast too as well, so I'm getting their stuff situated. But we outside. It's going down in a major way. Lisa Shepard, some German fans are coming for the Aints game. They are coming in next Wednesday. Big shout out to Atlanta Falcons, Germany, that's attending the Falcons Aints game. Uh, out there in the bins next week Sunday is going to be great, man. It's going to be great. One time for the fan will be there definitely. Uh, the Dixon way we have a dysfunctional play calling, but Arthur Smith's job is safe. It's crazy. Terry had zero power because usually the GM would have a say about the coaching state or not. I did not hear from Terry, so it looks like from what I heard on the call the other night, and it looks like from you know. No coach, I mean, he didn't get fired, so he's not out. They're they're definitely going to rock with coach to the end of the season. I do see some more wins on the schedule, even at four and six. I do see us getting more wins. I see us still winning the division, to tell you the honest truth. You know, I'm never putting my back against the wall against these Falcons. I'm going to come out swinging. So I still see the Falcons coming out here and winning some games. But, yeah, next year you have a big decision, and Miles mentioned it. If you get into that slow start with coach, the slow start with the team next year, by midseason, he could be out. And then here comes the, you know, Ryan Nielsen or Jerry Gray. And then the year after, and then after that, you have to go plan to get a new head coach. And you know what happens with a new head coach? He needs a new quarterback. So it's something to look at. The one thing we wanted to talk about tonight was just a little bit about the Falcons' first half of the season because it's disappointing to be four and six. So fans here in the chat, I'm glad you all showed up to talk Falcons football today. Um, it's been great. Miles Garrett, we definitely owe Miles Garrett a big shout out, big thank you 
Um, if you're following him on Twitter, reach out to him on Twitter too as well. If you see him at a home game, reach out to him at a home game. If you see him on the road or if you see him at Suit City, hell, him and Terry shopping at Suit City. Hey, Siri. Make an appointment for Suit City tomorrow at 3 p.m. Suit City is scheduled for Shut 3 p.m. We're going to Suit City tomorrow. We're going to some fucking suits for New Year's. I'm sure Terry's going to be in there. Never know. He might catch Miles the Goat, too, as well. One time for the fan is going down in a major way. Big shout-out to my boy, Bodie. Big shout-out to the homie, Chase, Dirty Fanatics United. Don't forget about his channel, too, as well. Matter of fact, I'm about to say, we need Dirty Fanatics United on this podcast. He was just over here Wednesday. Kiki, big shout out to you too as well. Carrie was on the podcast Wednesday night. Go follow Carrie on social media too as well. We put the information on the description of the YouTube video. Big shout out to Carrie for coming in here and talking Falcons football with us today. Lunchtime with Miles Garrett was a success. I'm always, it's always feel good to have Miles here on the podcast. I think he's been here about six or seven times already. So it was good that Miles had a chance to come talk Falcons football with a lot of the uh, fans that was here before and a lot of the new fans that's here today. Um, and then Sunday, 8 o'clock, 2023 Atlanta Falcons Fan of the Year. April Showers will be with us. Once again, the 2023 Atlanta Falcons Fan of the Year. April Showers will be here talking Falcons football with us. I told you before, you see her at home games. I've seen her on the road with us too as well. I was just partying with her in Arizona a couple weeks ago. Tampa, all these cities that we've gone to. It's, it's, it's good when you know these type of fans, right? But guess what? April Showers, her job ain't done as being the Atlanta Falcons fan of the year. We need everybody's support for for April Showers to go win the NFL fan of the year. You know what I'm saying? So for all the Falcon fans here in the chat, um, you can definitely Google that information about the NFL fan of the year. Also, we'll post some information on one time for the fans page about April Showers. You can go ahead and check that out. And. Sunday, 8 p.m., 2023 Atlanta Falcons Fan of the Year. April Showers is here talking Falcons football with us. One time for the fan bringing the 2023 Atlanta Falcons Fan of the Year to the podcast. I keep telling y'all, this podcast is from the fans for the fans. Right? From the fans for the fans. 95 North Alberto. 95 North. Yo, Alberto. Yo. I'm going to keep it real with you, man. You know, and for Falcon fans that, you know, they know how heavy I am with going to festivals and all these concerts and stuff. Y'all know I've been talking about Rolling Loud for the longest. Rolling Loud, L.A. I went to Rolling Loud, Miami last year with Bodie. He drank shit ton of Four Locos. I'm glad he's still with us. But I was excited to get ready to go to Rolling Loud, L.A. in March. And, of course, you know, Yuri. If you guys know Yuri, big-time Falcon fan, Rise Up Tour member, too, as well. Yuri's going to be with me. I had a couple other Falcon fans. They wanted to experience this rolling loud. Everything I was talking about from the shows to the mosh pits to like people just partying all night. Rolling loud just dropped their LA lineup after I was getting ready to book the VIP. Uh, well, actually I did book the VIP and then rolling loud dropped the lineup the following day. Then I canceled the VIP. Ain't nobody going to go see that Alberto. They tripping. Alberto, I know you saw the lineup. They tripping. I quickly put the deuces up. I tagged Rolling Loud. I said, I see y'all in Miami in the summer. I ain't for this shit. That's not what I'm over here hyping everybody up. I'm not a big Post Malone fan. I know you got some good music, but he's headlining Saturday. And then I forget who's headlining Friday. 
And then they just put Future on Sunday. I'm like, man, what? What? I said, where's my Travis Scott? What? Where my Uzi them? You know what I'm saying? What? Where my Playboy card? Where, where, where's my artist that I be? You know what I'm saying? That's my Zen music, trap music. I'm Atlanta, man. I'm Atlanta. What else you want me to do? Leondo is in the chat. He said, Nigga, I made it. Finally did, didn't you? You got to set those uh, notifications, man. Set those alerts, man. But guess what? You made it at the end of the show. We about to go ahead and wrap it up. You can go back and check it out. It will be on Apple Podcasts. It will be on Spotify, uh, Radio Podcasts, wherever you get your one time for the fan. If you're listening to it, YouTube, uh, Facebook, go ahead and check us out. Hit that like. Hit that share. Hit that subscribe button. Just want to go ahead and give a big shout out before we wrap it up to Miles Garrett from Fox 5 Atlanta. The whole team over there at Fox 5 Atlanta, too, as well. And big shout out to Portia Bruno, too, as well. She's a Fox, she's a Falcon fan, too. But the entire team at Fox 5, big shout out to you all. Um, but yes, Miles Garrett for taking some time out of his day, his busy schedule to come over here and 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 chop it up with us about the Atlanta Falcons. Like you got to give a big shout out to Miles. Um, big shout out to the chat. Everybody here, all the Falcon fans tuning in. Dixon Way with his raids every Sunday night or Wednesday night. Big shout out to the Dixon Way. Everything y'all got going over there at uh, your channel, Dixon Way. You know, I hope you guys, you know, reach that level of success, brother. Big shout out to uh, all the Falcon fans who's been traveling to these games, home games, away games, whatever you guys are doing. Because, you know, we're trying to create hostile environments in, 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 in different situations. A 4-16 and six team might not be bringing... Uh, the product that we need on the field, but in the stands, we're winning the battle. So Falcon fans keep showing up in numbers, keep making noise. You know, we're trying to represent this fan base. Um, and also big shout out to everybody uh, who supports one time for the fan. You know, we're trying to do this for you all. So we will see you guys Sunday night at 8 p.m. We have the 2023 Atlanta Falcons fan of the year. April showers joining us talking some Falcons football. I have to go get ready to take care of some stuff. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. Rise up.